0: You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound. Proudly presented by Coopra.
1: Welcome to the Weekly Review, the radio show where two grown men try to understand a world in disarray by tuning into pop culture with the help of a young member stuck in between the Millennial and the Z generation. The first of the Latin American legs of Primavera Sound Festival happened over the last weekend, so we have our stellar correspondent and RPS director, Marta Salicru, in to tell us about what went down in Sao Paulo. Apart from that, Phoenix's Alpha Zulu is our album of the week, and if we have time, we shall talk about the kind of privilege that hit show White Lotus makes fun of in the latest Season 2. You're listening to The Weekly Review. What a banger, Ben! Jesse, wear free yourself with a remix from Melanie C from the Spice Girls. What? <laughs>
2: I don't know. What can I say? It's not what I expected at all. I just heard that that you know Melanie C was involved, and obviously I wanted to get involved, and and that was it. I mean, did, did, what a it's, banger! It's absolutely banger, isn't it?
1: Class, Melanie C. We want more remixes, y'all. What I'm saying <laughs>
2: is, bring them together, like for a gig or something.
1: Yeah Imagine
2: that. Or a DJ set Or whatever But
1: what, what? You, I can't see Melanie C Behind a laptop And you know She's a star You know Melanie C needs to sing as well I, 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 By the way Were you a Spice Girls fan When you were younger In the 90s Yeah,
2: yeah. They
3: were right But, <gasps> but right. I What well, You said all right Yeah but They were more than all right They were the Spice <laughs> Girls <laughs>
2: I was, I was sort of 18 at the time. I was okay. sort of, you know, listening to minimal techno and things. <laughs> okay. I was being it, very boring. Like, it
0: was a difficult, I mean, I was kind of 16 or 15 and I myself, I I mean, I wasn't a Spice Girl fan, but but, I was a bit closet fan, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I can understand that being 18, it would be like closet and behind the, the anoraks and oh. stuff.
1: Well, of course, I wanted. Uh, I asked Ben first because I imagined that he came from, you know, he was a he was a, a man in the in a, a teenage man, a teenage boy <laughs> no, in the nineties. No. And, and I know, chest, yeah. I, and you were into the suede and Britpop and and electronics, so I know more or less what the general perception of the Spice Girls was. But I wanted to follow that up with. Mar, you're you're from a different generation, so you get to appreciate the Spice Girls from afar, right? You didn't. Mm-hmm. You, how, how, were you even born when the Spice Girls I think were? I was
3: born, but I don't <laughs> know if yeah. I was like. Well, yeah, maybe maybe I had the age of being able to listen, but not being fully aware who they were. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: But now, obviously, you obviously. have the now. They yeah. now they are respected for what they meant. So, Marta, you you were you were a, f- a full music fan like uh, like Ben and I were in the nineties. You were going to concerts and you were a closet well, no, Spice Girls fan.
0: Well, no, I, I wasn't going to concerts yet. I mean, I was I was younger. I was like doing uh, I I was doing high school choreographies with yeah. Spice Girl, yeah. but it was a time where I uh, covered my uh, I had my my books and you know I, I have uh, blur, blur. F stickers on over my my yeah. things and I don't know um, I remember that joining the, the 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 girls that were doing a, a, a dance choreography with the Spice Girls. It was like a bit, I, I mean, I was. Very young, but I was starting to be an indie girl. Yeah, yeah. and unlike other girls, girls, exa- I was
3: that too when I was a teenager. <laughs> so, oh.
0: but but I mean, but I wasn't I wasn't old enough to go to to go to to shows yet. Or maybe I was. It was the time where I saw Blur for the first time and yeah. also Sonic Youth. But I, but I was like 15 or 16, so just starting to it.
1: Well I can I can proudly say that in 1997 I was studying film in Madrid and uh, that year my first concert was Radiohead promoting OK Computer and a few months later a friend in class said I have tickets to the Spice Girls. Do you want to come? Wow. I said yes. And I saw the Spice Girls in 1997. Peak. Uh, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. We were it was it was great. And uh, shout out to Juan Macarrillo, uh, my gay friend. There <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, trying to earn points again with the uh, with the community. <laughs> Sorry, I can't uh, if I, if I don't get into some kind of garden mark, uh, it's not the weekly review. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's run now. Can, uh, I, have can points. I can I get something? Yeah. You know who are also Spice Girl fan? Who? Chai. Aha, oh. well
1: brought. I was trying to. How can I bring this in to talk <laughs> about Sao Paulo? I mean,
0: since I, I know, know that it's something that you like to do very much, this bringing things to, um, I think, jump into it because yeah. this is my, this is this is my cue. Okay, this
1: is okay. So, did you see Chai uh, at? Primavera Sound in Sao Paulo. Yes,
0: I did. Yes. Yeah, so tell oh. us. What,
1: what, 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 let's start from the beginning. Sao Paulo.
0: Sao Paulo. You.
1: you it was a, a a very quick trip. A viaje relampago, as mm-hmm. we say in Spanish. A, a thunder, a thunder strike of a of a trip. lightning. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you arrived on the Friday.
0: Yes, I I arrived at Friday at, at four a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And in I don't know um kind of uh, eight hours afterwards mm-hmm. i wat, i had already saw bad girl uh bad with, girl or bad girl I, bad Gyal, sorry <laughs> with a, with a huge internationally success there
1: so yeah that, so i saw stories from from balgal and also from um, amaya no. Who is the manager of Badgal? Uh, uh, Al- Alba, Alba, Alba who is the player in Extra Perlo who's her manager and I saw uh, that there was like people going crazy. Yes. Was it really like that? Was it ba- was
0: it was it was completely amazing. I have to say that this is what uh, the 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 greatest thing to say about Sao Paulo is how amazing fans are people. I mean so crazy like singing each word of each song aloud Yeah. and even when they do not Know the artists that much? They are. They can get uh, completely bonkers about. Um, I mean, they were crazy about about Bad Gyal. It was uh, her first show in in, in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, I saw her at the Primavera Na del Primavera la Ciudad, as, as, yeah. as we say, as we have here, like the the concert pre- tickets, the, the, the uh, concerts concert shows. previous to the festival at 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 venues from the from the town, and. Uh, well, before uh, before her gig, uh, the 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 artist who played before Bad Gyal, uh, who was a, a, an artist called Mac Julian uh, from from Sao Paulo, and who has incredible metrics both in Spotify and 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 in social media. Yeah. And I mean, the the venue was half empty, and when it was packed, when when Bad Gyal was playing. Wow. And people turned crazy with wow. her.
1: Okay, so it's 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 proven. Did you see Bad Girl in L.A. Bell, ben? I did not. Um, <gasps> okay, those.
0: Mm. <laughs> okay. I love <laughs> Mars like sacrilegious. <laughs>
2: No, I didn't. Bring back your Catalan identity.
0: I was cutting, cutting this my out. This, this is not being a patriot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but um, uh, what, what else? What else? What, what did you notice about the crowd apart from them being super enthusiastic? And well,
0: what I noticed is that the, the crowd of, of Sao Paulo, it's like you know, the, like the new crowd in in Primavera Sound, which yeah. are all young and are all D- queer and, and are all are diverse and flamboyant and amazing. Everybody's like that. I mean, I felt like the most uncool (laughs) <laughs> first really? person in the in the universe there because because I was so so vanilla with my jeans. I mean, <laughs> I, I I was wearing my my pink Dr. Martens and I, and I thought I was cool. I wasn't.
1: <laughs> You're always What's the coolest person in the room. Come on, what <laughs> no, is this? No, no,
0: no, really. I mean, São Paulo, first. <laughs>
1: That's exactly. the thing. You have to bring your game up when you. I, I, this is the thing. When I travel, I always try to be functional and practical. and, yeah. and it's like you also, don't.
0: I mean, you don't want
1: to take the production. You're not Bjork on tour. You exactly. know.
0: I mean it this, this is this is a it, this was a handicap I was having. Um, of course and um, when I travel I, I'm I'm practical and it, it it's not easy to be flamboyant but but even with my I don't know with my my more uh mm, eccentric outfits I think that I would be boring in Sao Paulo. <laughs>
2: no. Did you did you see Pablo Vitar? Uh, Primavera Sound uh, yeah. in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I imagine like Sao Paulo was just like that all the time. Because that crowd yeah. was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it was a bit. It was a bit like that. I mean, um, the, the the thing about the singing, uh, both Bjork and Mitzki shut shut out. Uh, sorry, i um, shut up to let uh, the people sing. I mean, uh, Mitzki shut uh, up and said, "Good job." <laughs> and
3: I saw the video. <laughs> Every like a huge crowd a singing. Huge crowd. I, I don't know if it was me and my husband or which song. Exactly. And and she was completely silent. And when everyone, when the song finished or the the burst finished, she was like. Good job guys. Exactly. Like in such a calm manner and you saw like it was like a sea of people singing, like I would be freaking out like oh my god, all these people know my song. I would be crying And
0: and, and, and with Bjork, um she also because um he was he she sí. was uh during during the whole set she was saying obrigado which is which is wrong because in um there's a a, a, a gender flexing in in like as in in spanish in, in portuguese you need to uh, say obrigada if you're a, if you're a woman, woman. and ah. she was saying obrigado and people were singing Ob- obrigada. obrigada. <laughs> but 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 in, in the end, uh she's she said uh she's speaking in English and she thanked people for for singing and also on, on so on Instagram the next day she published a post with her amazing outfit and um, thanking people for singing every word of every wow. song. It was so amazing. But it was not just with uh these two artists, with Mitski and with Bjork, it was also uh, with uh, with with Lord, it was also uh, with with Father John Misty, which which uh, he had uh, like a, a little crowd in comparison with with other artists. In, fa- in fact, he said something like, "Am I the only dude here?" And it sounds pretty weird, but but then he kind of. <laughs> correct it and I mean he was saying it in a good way like I'm surrounded with all these amazing female artists and I'm I'm with my eight music with my eight music band of old <laughs> male band I, I feel a bit a bit ridiculous a bit I mean that, that was my that was my what, what I understood of, yeah. of his statement it's
1: true because you know he's always being sarcastic and he likes that kind of sense of humor but it doesn't translate always on stage even in America <laughs> like you gotta be careful <laughs> he said this also like you gotta be careful with the with the dry humor or the sarcasm and sometimes it doesn't translate so you gotta be careful uh, speaking of Bjork the last time I saw Bjork in Primera San Barcelona she just played Utopia with a beautiful stage set, it was a very conceptual. And she only played, I think, one song: Two. From the "Army of t- Me" and um, Isabel. And Isabel, mm-hmm. that's it. So, what about what was Sao Paulo?
0: it was the the bjork orchestra tour which is a greatest here like an unplugged greatest hits but uh, she's playing with a, with an orchestra no so electronics no electronics at all no beats nothing no, no. no just, just just violins and well oh. i i had a, a i'm i mean i had not a frontal view of the of the the of the stage because now I'm now I'm gonna com- uh, sound like the loser I am. It's because I didn't realize that I had access to like a f- uh, like no! a front beat Aww. until the last uh, concert on that stage. So no. I saw uh, Bjork and Mitski and Lord. Like well, the good thing is that I saw it amongst with with the audience. and enjoyed the atmosphere that much, but. But I don't sew them very well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was like orchestra and uh, with an Icelandic conductor. Uh, it's it seems like um, he was like traveling light. Uh, Bjork, she was only bringing one flight case, and I I'm, and I imagine that he was more. I mean, the, her her dress was uh, occupying more mm-hmm. s- more space in like the suitcases that. Whatever he was bringing with her, maybe he was just traveling with a microphone or something, and the conductor, of course. But she was playing with a with a local orchestra. And ah, the,
1: the orchestra was yeah, local yeah, well, musicians.
0: Always local Brazilian. musicians. Yeah, uh, it was a oh. uh, Funda Fundação Bakiana, the oh. the, orc- the orchestra, which uh, which it's uh, oh. also uh, like a uh, orchestra with uh, social uh, activity, well, like like. Um, mm, like a, like an ONG kind yeah. of orchestra.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well that's the beautiful thing about classic music, isn't yeah. it? That all look, they, they can read music and stuff. They probably did a few a bunch of rehearsals yeah. and, in a few days and then boom. She she puts on like the and, greatest and, he, show ever. and he
0: played and he played uh he played Isabel as well, but oh. he played Hunter. He played sí. hyper ballad. He played yoga. Also, um, some um, stone milker and and lion song from from her. I, I, now I'm do not remember the album. You you have Fosora. No, 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 no. Utopia. No, like, uh, yeah, Utopia. Like Utopia exactly. And I was really I I wanted to hear the Fosora songs, and she only played uh, obul. That's that's the, that's the only. Um, bad thing that I can say about the show which was you never know where
1: she's gonna come up from sometimes she's like no I'm just gonna play the new album in its entirety and all of a sudden it's like no I'm gonna play a greatest hit and (laughs) only one or two songs from the latest I don't know Bjork you know she's the boss Um, (laughs) do you think the the, the general euphoric state of the audience had something to do with the recent elections where Lula President Lula has won the elections and Mm. the Gonna it's difficult deep. to
0: say because, um, I mean, it's something that, that, that we, the, the Primavera Sound Barcelona team, that uh, we're, it, we were kind of thinking about it before going there because there were riots just before the day we, we arrived. But 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 there, I mean, I completely forgot about it. It seems that uh, Sao Paulo, since it's uh, also it's like the 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 cultural uh, city from Brazil, but also where the economic power lies, there were a lot of uh, Bolsonaro uh, riots. I mean, people who were supporting Bolsonaro rioting in streets, but uh, also, um, but 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 young people, um, it's not. Pro Bolsonaro, of course. Yeah. I mean, this is something that we talk with uh, some Spanish girls that we met at the at the Bad Gial, at the Bad Gial, Bad Gial show. They were doing studying then there in in Sao Paulo, and yeah. they, they told us about it, that in the in college uh, everybody was 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 pro Lula, of course, and I mean so sure that that people in Primavera Sao Paulo were not Bolsonaro b- voters, yeah. but no, I, I mean. I I even forgot about the the election stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like uh, B- uh, Lord refer it as a as a safe space. Uh, we have talked about how this is becoming such a topic. Even uh, like talking about the uh, when a place is a safe space. Yeah. But but it really was.
1: I've always been amazed by how Primavera Sound is, like many other music festivals, is like a utopia because you put about 80,000 people in a place and there's, and there's <laughs> You've alcohol. You've never been to Reading and Leeds. I know, <laughs> I know. Well, that's no, no, the no. thing. You go to other type of festivals with a different lineup of artists that bring a different kind of crowd and sometimes there are more fights or... Or remember the Woodstock '99 yeah, documentary? Yeah. Those horrible cases of sexual. I mean, but you, sexual but you have
0: a you have a point uh, with this. It's, I mean, uh, it seems that uh, the we were uh, Primavera Sound were co-organizing the, the the festival with uh, Life Nation Brazil, mm-hmm. and there was uh, people was uh, was preoccupied uh, before the Travis Scott show, yeah. and there were lots of uh, th- there was. Um, People prepared in case of trouble. Yeah. And I mean, B-
1: because of the tragedy that happened exactly, where people got squashed. The,
0: the tragedy that happened exactly one year before. I mean, uh, it, yeah. the the anniversary was on uh, November 5th and he was playing November 6th. So there was, uh, they were prepared in case of, yeah. of trouble and they were amazed how the, the, the Primavera audience. Uh how uh easy going was. I mean there was yeah. no trouble at all. No, no during the Travis Scott show. But I mean I didn't saw no one like wasted or something. I mean <laughs> Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> no, no one like no, drunk or no, uh, no
0: no 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 no. I mean uh mm. it it was like everybody was mm, I don't know, um no 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 problem at all. No no one harassing mm, Anyone. I mean, yeah. all all I, all I saw chill. was like mm, chill and happiness, and and people being friendly.
2: It was like that in LA. It really was like not a single drunk or like wasted person did I see. Like it was really incredible, really kind of friendly crowd.
1: And LA had that thing where you have the under twenty ones in one pit, and uh, the because of the alcohol beverage sale and stuff. Was it when Sao Paulo? What was the age group? Well, um, was it like clearly a mixed? There was
0: a campaign uh, going on, which uh, uh, the people who were working there uh, they put you a a wristband in case you uh, were. Uh, uh, if you were not under 18 because uh, if you are under 18 you cannot uh, drink alcohol and um, Juan Pons are uh, di- communications di- com director. director here in Primavera Sound and me I mean they put us like the wristband and I mean, I feel... Joan thought that it was very funny. I thought mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. I, I was feeling very ridiculous <laughs> with the Brisbane saying that um, I was over 18, which is like, um, I mean, everybody can see that. Thank you. Please do not humiliate me. <laughs> yeah,
1: but imagine but, like at night in a bar, one of those festival bars that, you know, they have to look really quickly. No, but they yeah, can't really it, see. it was
0: more like a, a, a campaign to kind of um, put on... Um, uh like uh sensibilization you know like um it was it was not that we're checking like like the like in I don't know like straight edge putting an X um with people who cannot drink at clubs. And it was not like a control like that. It were it was much, much much more something like to be make people conscious of the fact that if you are under 18 you are not supposed to drink, I think.
2: I want to ask about Travis Scott like how because I don't know how you would go back to the stage after that, like because his thing was always like you know creating big mosh pits and making people go mad, and like after the the tragedy that happened, how like how how was he? Was he kind of like quite reserved? Did he not make people go?
0: No, mad? he was. Um, he he was no. There was no 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 mention at all. But it seems like um, uh, Travis Scott and, and his team are very uh, grateful to primavera sound because uh the festival has been the first one in um confiding him like an a slot after the after the tragedy in and that happy he was that uh, on all the merch, merch that was made for the occasion um there's also the mentioning of the of the name of the of the festival in it um i don't know he was not he was not uh, trying to mm, make people like, th- there was no, um, on his side, uh, he was like performing. I do not remember him saying something more like make some noise or something mar- mar- like, I want you to go crazy. Like mm. he was not using this kind of vocab- vocabulary, but mm-hmm. but he was performing like, um, I don't know, I, I also imagine that he wants to turn uh, turn the page with uh, with that um, horrible. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, Pearl, when when it happened to Pearl Jam in Roskilde uh, all those years ago, when I think it was nine people who died crushed at, uh, at the front, they you know they they were so traumatized they almost they almost uh, decided to quit and everything for you know but they 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 plowed through. I mean, it's a horrible thing if you're an artist and that's what you do and you know the the dream is to play in front of people and and that happens. <sighs> It's not an easy thing to go back to, but congratulations to Travis Scott for for pulling it, uh, for managing to navigate this tragedy. Uh, What else did you like?
0: What else did I like? Well, I I like I like Lord very much. Um, The the show was exactly the same as in as in Barcelona, but with two. Important differences. That one is that Lord now is blonde again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like uh, like a negative, or or, or 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 the Barcelona outfit was a negative of the one in Porto because in Porto, I in Sao Paulo, sorry, it's because if the por- I mean I've been um, speaking in Portuguese <laughs> <laughs> like four days because they even though they mm, sing along in English, I mean, you ask for the toilet and do, they do not understand you. They ask you, I mean, like, mm, they, 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 they made you speaking in Portuguese. Really? And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like being a, an, an English spoken tourist, and as they are used that uh, every in, in every place, or every cor- corner of the world, they yeah. understand the language. I mean, <laughs> not in Sao Paulo, guys. Wow. <laughs> and uh, as being um, native, Spanish speakers and we get along with speaking spanish uh, like slowly and they speak in portuguese in slowly and and, we and i i jump into speaking portuguese kind of well and is
1: it the same portuguese like they speak in porto cuz brazilian portuguese is they different are, isn't it's it it's a
0: very sing, sing singish. they kind of they make a like it's like if they were singing it's like yeah. very melodical but well um, Lord, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, she was uh, she was blonde and with a with a red outfit, and she was so pre- so pretty. And uh, she bring Phoebe Bridgers to to, <gasps> to, to, to sing with no. her. Yeah, they sang together. Stoned in the nail Saloon, which uh, Lord said something like that she was inviting uh, Phoebe Bridgers because uh, she was uh, like uh, re- kind of responsible of, of that song to exist. So I imagine I, I imagine that was like Lord saying how Phoebe Bridgers is an influence. Wow. Her. Also, um, she was saying, "Lord, something very, very beautiful." Um, it seems like uh, Brazil—it's like a huge audience for her for what he was she was saying—and uh, it had. Mm, she she already played in 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 brazil for for lots of artists they were saying that it was the first time in brazil so hands up to primavera to that because the, yeah. she, mm, the festival was bringing lots of artists who had never played in brazil before lord she already did but 10 years ago and she was saying something like we've been waiting uh, for these to be together again for such a long time and you were waiting to see Caroline to see Arca to see um I don't know he was she was men- uh, Charlie exactly. so she was mentioning all like the female superpower of the of the lineup and uh-huh. and people turned crazy Did
1: you see Caroline
0: Politique? I did not. <laughs> no, no but, but because i I saw her and I saw her like very well in in, in, in Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona in primavera Barcelona yeah. and uh well the combination yeah. uh, I was pretty a, a bit envy of of of, of Ben when i uh, when I read the dLA uh the chronic you 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 wrote for for rock the because and in, in, in Porto, in sao Paulo you you did uh, some you had some fomo sometime yeah. because you you cannot. Uh, go to to everywhere because the, the the some of the stages were not that close, mm-hmm. and in case of I, I missed uh, Caroline Polacek and, and Arca, for instance, because they were mm, very far, and well, and I had a I it was a, a bad decision on on my on my on my side because I end up choosing Father John Misty because I it was it had been like. Years and years since I uh, didn't see him, and it was a mistake. I mean, I should have, <laughs> I should have gone to see Caroline and and Arca. I mean, I'm I'm ashamed.
1: Well, you, you know you you, have, you make choices at festivals, yeah, and you have and, to and, live with them.
0: And it and it was a it was a wrong choice <laughs> yeah. because he had uh, he he had uh, his hair sh- cut and. He's not that sexy anymore.
1: Oh, so. oh poor father. <laughs> what? How short? Did he have it shaved? Or
0: mm, mm, kind of? He didn't have well, the boy. Well, he
1: doesn't have the long. No, exactly. Well, I mean, it's, it's
0: not. It's, it looks like maybe he had shaved in three months ago, and it's and not it's that short. Back. But it. But it's like. Oh, he's
1: going through bad hair phase. You know when there is a point where you're—it's not long and it's not short and it's just like <laughs> well, un Casco.
0: It, it, it was not that, not 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 exactly that. He was not—he didn't look that bad, <laughs> but he was—he was not like the the sexy daddy he was before. Oh
1: okay, okay.
0: Uh. I'm what? sorry for um, who was the se-
1: who? Co- co- okay. I know, I know. No, let's <laughs> a, go into a, a, it. A I love classification. Who was the sexiest uh, <gasps> per, per, performer you saw oh. that you were like? Oh, it's just so great to look at this person
0: mm, the sexiest that I think you saw. She, I, I think she was uh it, it was it was Charlie XCX, because she looked like a like a cheerleader like a, in like a bondage cheerleader she was <laughs> uh, she was with a, a plated skirt mini mm. skirt uh, like in 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 Black web, uh, black leather, yeah. also with uh, military boots to the to the like knee high, mm-hmm. and also with a with a, um, uh, like, a, um, like, a top, bra, like like top, like a bra. like a bra, leather bra, black, leather bra. But uh, even though she was the sexier. Um, Jessie Ware was also why one of my my top hits, and I also had the chance to to, to speak with to speak with her, ah. and and she she was amazing. I mean, she, her her show, and um, as as we were listening before, uh, the, the 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 free yourself song. I mean, I'm so into this n- recently new side of Jessie Ware as a disco diva, and and she's she's pretty into it as well I mean uh, while while I was preparing the interview I, I I read some interviews that she gave just after the release of uh, What's Your Pleasure which is uh, the album where she makes turns into this disco diva mm-hmm. and then in 2020 when the album was released she was more like okay now it's now i'm i'm now i'm here but who knows where which where i'm going to be on the next album and when i spoke to her it's like no i mean i'm <laughs> keeping i'm keeping here in the disco yeah, because i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm having so much, her, so much fun here so i'm 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 staying at the disco with with all the with, with, all Murphy. The, with all the with 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 and with sophia lee baxter and with KTB, which um, when I was when I when when we speak together, um, she was I, I asked her about because uh, Jesse Ware started as a as a singer in 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 dance hits, mm-hmm. and I asked her about this role, which I think that it's very uh, invisible. The role of the the women who sang on dance music yeah. hits. I mean, it's always the producer who yeah. kind of gets all, the all the, money, all, all the all the money royalties, all the all the spotlight. Yeah. And um, and she and she agreed, of course. And she said how KTB was an influence for her uh, with this idea of okay, I'm a, I'm a singer, I'm a dance singer, but I want to uh, I want to be on the spotlight and I want to be like the front woman, and I. I had kind of forgot KTV yeah, and I remember seeing her at Sonar and she was an amazing performer and, and I don't know re- remem- being remembered of KTV in the words of Jesse Ware was I mean it was a, a bit of a of a moment for me and the, and the show was was amazing also um she was all all, all this diversity that I mentioned um it had a, a translation on on stage, but not just with uh, just the front woman and 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 front men, but also with the uh, with the choruses, uh, like the dance and singing choruses. Because mm. there was a lot of diversity there. There was a lot of queer people, but I mean not like an imposter, you know. Um, uh, there was, uh, for instance, uh, uh, the dancers with uh, with with Jesse were. There was this guy and this girl and. They look like he was gay and she was a lesbian, but not like pretending to, not like as a flashy thing. I mean, you saw people that that they do not look like the perfect. Uh, I don't know um, all the just dancers. You know, mm-hmm. I, for for instance, the girl she had uh, she had hair on uh, under her armpit. Yeah. I don't know. There were like details that I think that some years ago you we didn't get to see those those things, and now it's yeah. it's like diversity is, is all ar- it is, is, is all around and, and not like um
1: magazine diversity D-
0: yeah exactly
1: it's like real like like yeah.
0: real exactly not not like uh Benetton diversity yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah 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 and uh, so you were saying that the venue is very very similar to the forum in the sense of the distances it's very concrete and futuristic it's,
0: yeah it's, it's 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 concrete everywhere it's not that it's not that, that that big. I think that it was a uh, uh, four hundred. Uh, let me t- check my let me check my notes because I'm terrible with with numbers and I don't want to I don't want to see any. Yes, four hundred thousand meters mm-hmm. square. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay. Know, I'm not sure how. I mean, I know that the forum is b- is bigger, but it, it was uh, big of. Because it's very like horizontal, mm-hmm. um, like it was, it was all a, all aligned. So if you all need to go from one point to the other, it
3: yeah. it was
0: like between thirty and twenty minutes walk, um, depending on. On how quick are you able to to walk? Which I mean, I'm very a quick walker.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've seen you walk. <laughs> be busy, be. Uh, and uh, apart from the, the all the stellar uh, acts that you saw, what about the DJ stuff?
0: Well, this, there was uh, the 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 beats stage, the electronic stage yeah. was, was pretty was pretty amazing because uh, there was uh, uh, they had these screens that are, that were big and they 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 were like in a like in a V Mm-hmm. And and I don't know the the visuals with the with the names of the artists that that, that were playing were were pretty amazing, and I I had the chance to see Sangre Nueva, mm-hmm. which is this uh, super group DJ, uh, Kelman Duran. with Kelman Duran, DJ Python, Python and DJ Florentino. They were amazing because it's it's like uh, reggaeton, but it's a bit of futuristic reggaeton. Neo Perreo and ne- Neo Perreo Alt alt reggaeton, mm-hmm. to say it in a way, yeah. and, and it was amazing. They were doing a, a four-long-hour lo- uh, set. Yeah. Um, they didn't get the, all the crowd I think they 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 deserve. Uh. I mean, I I was uh, there, like, every, every time that I need to go from stage to stage, I I cross through there to see a while and, and be there like, for five minutes or ten and and see them. Mm. And they were amazing, but I don't think that they got the crowd um, they deserve. And I also saw uh, Tajana, that which is uh, she's a she's a, a a Colombian DJ and she's the she's the the beat maker of of the beat for cute for Rosalia's cute oh ah. and she was amazing too and she was mixing like uh, it she she was DJing very early in the evening it was like uh, um, six uh, p.m. And uh, she was uh, there was uh, hardcore techno and reggaeton all mixed up. All um, there was like a, a a remix or maybe it was uh, it was made by by herself uh, of unique by Beyonce but with a very very hardcore gabar bass and. Tom, 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 like <laughs> behind, and, and she was um, she was amazing, and mm-hmm. she also sometimes um, spoke to the audience, like I mean this um, this thing that DJ talking to the audience, which I always it's 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 curious. I like it. <laughs> I like when when, when DJs, DJs talk to the yeah, audience, yeah, a little bit like. Mm. Come on and stuff like that. I mean, it's 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 corny, but I like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because here in Spain, you always yeah. think of Ponteir like vamos a well, well, vamos a esa máquina. That's,
0: that's that's my point. I mean, she was <sighs> a little bit on on that on that uh, máquina Gaba well Hava uh, yeah. hardcore revival. <laughs> <laughs> but but mixing it also uh, also uh, she was uh, playing also pop up the Gem by Technotronic, so yeah. uh, uh, melting interesting melting pop very funny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I and saw r- also a little bit of uh, John Talabot's set there at, oh. the, at the stage.
1: Yeah yeah he, well he always, he, work, he his sets work everywhere you know he, he has a particular style of electronic dance that that uh, yeah uh, f- has fans all over uh, with. Well,
2: no, I was just going to say we might, we might, all fingers crossed and everything, have a John Talbot set that we can play oh. uh, sometime later. Yeah, yeah, In, uh, from Primavera LA. So keep all your fingers crossed oh. um, uh, that all that gets approved and everything. But okay, it, nice. it, it exists. I have it on my on my, on my <gasps> computer. <You. laughs> oh, and I mean, obviously, yeah. out of respect, I'm going to keep it keep it there. But I'm you not, know that let's. Uh, I love John Talbot.
1: Anyway, well, uh, thank you so much, Marta, for for this wonderful uh, recap of Sao Paulo.
0: Obrigada. Obrigada.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we say goodbye to you with uh, Mitski, who was probably, was she the winner of of (sighs) this this edition? Of
0: my heart, at least.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, with Mixti. Thank you so much. We love you very much more as well. (laughs) (laughs) band phoenix has finally released their much-awaited new album alpha zulu the title comes from the way air controllers alphabetize air flight numbers which i just realized must be something this band thinks about a lot remember their second album is called alphabetical Uh uh-huh in this case frontman thomas mars was on a turbulent flight on a plane on which he actually feared for his life and the flight number had the letters a and z alpha zulu by the way just out of public interest the alphabet in aviation language is Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta Echo Foxtrot Golf Hotel India Juliet Kilo Lima Mike November Oscar Papa Quebec Romeo Sierra Tango Uniform Victor Whiskey X Ray Yankee Zulu uh, I feel what? like that's <laughs> if you wanted to work as an air flight controller and you want to say my name is Mark, uh, okay. and I someone on the say... other says how do you spell it, and you would say I would have Mike to say that. Alpha uh, Romeo. Romeo. And if Ben was the air controller, Welcome and he's, to the stage, he would be Bravo. like
3: Alfa Romeo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bravo Echo November. Exactly. Oh wow, that sounds so cool. And I'm jo- uh, Juliet Oscar. Oh, too long. Okay. Too
2: long. <laughs> I have a friend who's an air traffic controller, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Very difficult job, but he earns quite a lot of money. It's a dream
1: job. Like you have to, Okay. obviously, it's one of those jobs you have to study a lot for and it's very stressful, but you get to work in incredible parts of the world sometimes if you're lucky enough to get designated. Uh, it's kind of like being a... An ambassador.
2: Well, what he said, he, he, he works, no. uh, where is he? He's on Mallorca at the moment. Oh, lucky and bastard. Yeah, no, but he got that, at first he had to go to somewhere else. I can't quite remember where, but he didn't get like, the. you basically have to go where you're sent at first, and then after that you get a really good place. But like, it's, it's apparently, it's very, very good pay and, and um, you know, very, very good conditions for what is a very
1: difficult job. Exactly. Big
2: up all the air traffic controllers out there. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. no, no, no. I could I could
1: not. I mean it's it's very stressful. So anyway, so uh, let's nitpick uh nitpick that I I've loved this album. Tonight, featuring Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend, is one of the highlights. It has that trademark Wolfgang Bankrupt period cascade of drums and euphoria that has made that has made this band a headlining act at major festivals you know like on songs like on 1901 or "Armistice" or trying to be cool the dung, 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 when they have those kind of uh, um ball outs you know shall we say it's like ah you just love seeing those moments live um what have you thought of
3: I this album? thought I I would not like it I thought it was like one of those albums that you say like oh should we review that one and i already know i'm not gonna like it but i'm like yes sure let's really? do that one but and you
1: were a 2014 yeah, 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 tumblr yeah, kid yeah, yeah. This is i know
3: but i i don't know it's it's it happened like a long time ago i don't know and i didn't really connect in that time i was more like an arctic monkeys kind of girl and not anything else you
1: can't be one and not the other like, everyone know, apparent, who loves Arctic Monkeys loves apparently Phoenix. Apparently,
3: I, 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 it was what I did. And because I know them and I know, like, their Tumblr album, to, to call it that way. But I don't know, I didn't really connect that much. But I really, really enjoyed that this, this album. Maybe because I was, like, so sure I wouldn't like it, that I was so easily surprised in a good way. Like, I, I think it's a good way to go into an album, thinking you will hate it and then... You will easily love it.
2: Well, do you remember when Johann was off uh, having children that I I, I, <laughs> I put in a... I, I, I delighted in putting in um, the week that I thought you were going to hate. Um, yeah, and and you generally enjoyed them. Like I thought you were going to hate Arab Strap, you liked that, didn't
3: you? Yep. And okay. you
1: and you found a, a place in your heart for Arab Strap. I, I best. I'm
2: guessing you haven't listened to Arab Strap since that day, have you? But you liked it. So get ready. You're interviewing them in yeah, one yeah. week. They back to Phoenix. To back to things. Phoenix. Sorry.
1: sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, Artifact, which is a song we're listening to right now, has this guitar melody you want to hug like your favorite Nordic blanket on a winter morning. I mean, this is what I mean when I say something generic like Phoenix is the sum of its parts. I'm thinking either Laurent Brankovitz or Christian Matelay came up with that guitar melody. Dun, 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 dun. Na, 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 and had it in store to use someday on a song, probably. It's the kind of melody you can play over and over. It's the raspberry jam you'll find in a Sacher cake. That little bit of joy your palate feels upon the surprise of an infectious key change in a song. It has a direct effect on your endorphin release. A petit mot to get all French. Like the best French artisans, like the best pastries, the Fre- phoenix, stick to a formula and excel.
2: Hang but, on a sec, do you know what la
1: petit mot? is is a little orgasm yeah okay. yeah and this song wow. is like this little nah, nah, when it comes in nah, 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 and and what he does tomas mars like the first time you hear this guitar melody it's not used as a chorus like tomas mars keep Thomas mars keep singing and then it comes in again and and then it, and he has this lovely lyric it's like uh, what's what's the damn it i had the lyrics written down somewhere and uh, hang on let's listen to it a bit david subemelo afford it I just I, I've been singing it all morning with my baby in my arms I mean it's it's ah I love this too much uh, it's it's made me think that this is probably the best album of the year <laughs> it's not uh, it is it is not <laughs> but what I loved most uh, what I discovered in the lyric he's like uh, I'm no Ruby Rosa I'm like what what's Ruby Rosa and all of a sudden I Google who Ruby Rosa is, Porfirio Ruby Rosa. It's like these references that Phoenix come up with. I didn't know of this man's existence, Porfirio Rubirosa was a Dominican diplomat, race car driver, soldier, and polo player. He was a supporter of Dominican Republic dictator Rafael Trujillo. Not only that, he (laughs) married his daughter and was also a political assassin under his regime. Very very Sadie, but a very picturesque character. Rubirosa made his mark as an international playboy for his jet-setting lifestyle and his legendary sexual prowess (laughs) with women. His five spouses included two... Of the richest women in the world. I want to see this movie. I want to see, I want to hear all about this Porphyroza guy who I just learned from a, a Phoenix lyric. Um, uh, apparently he was also a jewel thief and a shadowy and went on shadowy diplomatic errands anyway. Uh, and, uh, and he spent some time in France working as an ambassador and the department ambassador to the DR in Paris and Vichy. So that explains why Phoenix probably knew of the existence of this colorful character. Uh-huh. Um, All Eyes On Me, the one we're listening to now, has a vocal that reminds me a lot of a dance hit called Feel It by The Tamperer featuring Maya. Let's play a little bit of The Tamperer featuring Maya, please, David.
3: (laughs) All eyes on me, I said, what I mean, I said. All eyes on me, I said, I'm not that innocent. What would I lie, what would I lie? What would I, what would I lie? What would I lie What would I lie? What would I, what would I lie? All lies
2: on me I said What I mean I said All lies
0: on me I said I'm nothing RPS. RPS
1: Hey, see, uh, it's taken uh, five minutes to get there, but <laughs> yes, it, it, that that the way that the, this um, the singer, uh, who by the way, what Martha was saying before about how so many female vocalists have been m- have made songs famous, but then it's the producers who get all the credit. I think this was one of those cases. Um, Maya Days was the vocalist. Apparently, she has quite a successful career as a TV actress, but uh, she sang on that. Hit, feel it, and uh, the 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 vocals on "All Eyes on Me" from Thomas Mars reminds me a lot of this song. What
2: well, can I say? That there's one thing I really like about Phoenix that they seem to reference uh, a lot of like things in popular culture. Like well, "All Eyes on Me" is, of course, uh, a, a two pack album, a very famous two pack album, which is quite a clever reference. And um, their "Alphazulu" the song reminded me a lot of "Woo Got You on In Check" by Busta Rhymes, which you may remember we asked him about. Woo ha, uh,
1: woo ha, ding, 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 ding. I got you all in tech,
2: that one. Yeah, yeah, because it goes they go, wooha, singing hallelujah. You oh know, yeah,
1: kind of woo-ha, that. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay.
2: And like maybe it's a reference, maybe it isn't. Uh season two, which reminds me of like uh it's a cross between uh, Fleetwood Mac's Everywhere and Intro by Alan Brakes and, and Fred Falk. There are all these kind of like tiny things that feel <laughs> Yeah, th- the, they kind of, <Officerelijk> of feel like they're they cultural references. They feel they're slipping them in there, not like not ripping anything off, just kind of these subtle little nods to things, basically. Um, which which I think they do excellently. Sorry, I interrupted you.
1: No, 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 no. Sorry, I was I was sort of <coughs> trying to remember that. Well, I love Intro by Alan Brax. I know that song very well. Yeah, Obviously, they have license to do these kind of things uh, because they're friends. It's the French Touch community. <laughs> well, also, I think this album is more house. Than their previous yeah. ones. It's got
2: that kind of house touch uh, on season two. Of my LXA, which you know, obviously I love. I love house music. Kind of works very, very well for me. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Bangalter from Daft Punk was in the studio with us as exclusively real by your uh, interview question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very. Um, which I mean, I doubt they had that much of an influence, but um, you never know. I love Housey Phoenix. They're kind of that's my favorite kind of Phoenix. I still like their uh, debut album the best. Listen, Cleveland Mac everywhere.
1: I want to be It's true I didn't pick up on it Like it didn't Give me up on board (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of cheesy That little Hurry up on board (laughs) But it sticks It stuck to me all morning Damn it (laughs) And it's not Like I I say this It's very
2: Fleetwood Mackey Yeah it feels good And I I say this with total respect Because I really really like Phoenix But it just does sound like A bit like I listen to those drums That's like Just one second Just a little Backwards bit.
1: and this is the thing about the drumming on phoenix records they they do they do the albums themselves the four members but who plays the drums is do they just bring in because they do a lot of it on on they they program a lot of the drums but then or they'll probably get their the guy who plays drums on with them on tour um well I, I looked this up actually because i remember when we saw them um it's, i think it's someone called thomas
2: headland
0: thomas headland like when, that's it, when yes. we
2: saw them at primavera sound i remember being really impressed with the drummer he's so good that, the kind of thing i look out for and i was like Bang on, phoenix don't have a drummer do they
1: not officially like not during the recording process like i i know thomas plays drums like he can anyway remember there's a, there's actually a performance of him in the early days or is it with Air or with Daft Punk? I can't remember. There was like some TV performance. Yeah, they
2: used to play with with um, with Air. They were like Air's back Yeah, the
1: there's that performance of Kelly. Watch the stars on on French television. Air performing it. And <gasps> Do it, you know, I it, that live? Is playing the drums.
2: That was when I that was when I lived in France.
1: Oh, remember, you saw it live on the TV when on. Yeah,
2: I mean I wasn't there, but like so it doesn't make much difference. But I was actually watching the TV having my lunch when that came on. So no, I hang on, or dinner anyway.
1: So I need to ask them. Does Thomas Headland come in to play drums when they need to record the drums? Because I can't find the credits, and it's just them on the credits. So of what I've seen so far. Anyway, sorry, we're getting very nerdy with this, uh,
2: Mark.
3: I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm. I feel like I'm learning.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, uh, next time when you're at a party, right? And if they play some Phoenix, I would love you to sort of sit back and.
3: That strikes me as a little bit of a cross between. Totally Fleet Mag, Fleetwood (laughs) Mac. Like it totally sounds like that, guys. And and I will be like the the Most knob person at the party, name dropping is, the references, yes. you know,
1: it's like, yeah, it's also got a little bit of Alan Brax in there, you know, like that uh, French touchy thing. I
3: wonder who plays the the drums in this song. Is <laughs> <the drums>? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, this is why people should listen to the weekly review because we give you like this kind <laughs> yeah, of like, you know, to be
3: the total snob at the party.
2: Because if I say that at a party, I was like, just. Go away, boring! You boring, boring man. But you need to be, you know, sort of young, younger. So that's why I crowbar it in here, because you know, otherwise, where am, where am I going to use it?
1: I'm I'm so emotionally invested in Phoenix. They're you know they're one of my favorite bands, and I can't help but also think about Sofia Coppola when when I hear some of uh, Thomas Mars's lyrics. Like for instance, again, Artifact, uh, when he says, uh, "And when you get ups, when you get upset, I can't afford it." Well, I know he means emotionally. Uh, I know that that feeling of oh god, this is gonna cost me, you know, like mm, bad moods or whatever. But what is it that he says? Uh, I'm looking for an artifact, a a piece of me that's still intact. Like I'm imagining them in their long marriage. You know, they've got two beautiful kids and stuff, and it's like still, I want to believe that they're still super happy together, and that that he still has to think of ways for or, or think of like himself as like parts of him that are an artifact that can still get her interested in him i don't know i thought it's a very nice thought
2: do you know talking of sophia coppola the last song on the album identical
1: she she used in one of her films uh, a couple of years ago no the 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 last film she directed which was for apple tv uh which was a gorgeous film starring rashida jones uh and bill murray playing um, daughter and father Um, We talked about it here. Yeah, damn it. Uh, Joler. Well, ah, the the, the entire, I'm here Googling quickly and stuff on the rocks, on the rocks. And it's a beautiful, it's a wicked, it's one of my favorite Sofia Coppola films. where Rashida Jones suspects that her husband, uh, played by Marlon Wayans, is cheating on her. And she's meeting up with her father constantly at these incredible cocktail bars and restaurants because that's what they do as a father and daughter. And and she has her suspicions and stuff. And the father, who was also not the best husband either, is, uh, I don't know, it's just those kind of Sofia Coppola conversations and stuff. And you know who Rashida Jones' husband is? Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend, who sings on tonight? So it's all a family affair with Phoenix <laughs> and their incredible cool friends. Whoa. They live in New York and between Paris and imagine where they go on holiday. Why does he mention Nova Scotia in this song? Mm, is because Nova tour- Scotia is cool. I know. So I now I want to go there on holiday to see if I run into... And you know what's cool? When you look at photos of uh, paparazzi photos of Sofia Coppola and Thomas Mars, he dresses exactly the same as when he's on stage. He still has the slim... They're the only band who who can get away with slim fitted trousers. Slim fit is dead, isn't it, Mar? The um, the, the tight jeans, the tight yeah. skinny boy indie jeans. jeans it's are, it's, it's are been over. dead for a while, but Phoenix can still wear.
2: It. I realized when we interviewed them, he was wearing this shirt and he was wearing this. Shirt. I was just looking at him, I was like, how do you wear a shirt that perfectly? I got distracted for a moment, because I was like, God, I want to
1: wear a shirt like that.
2: Why can't I, I wear a shirt like I that?
3: See, I'm still stuck at the fact that they are married. Like, I didn't know it. Two I, kids, Romy and um,
1: Cosima. I, what I, a great I name! I
3: left at Spike Jones, and then I I don't know what
1: else. Yeah, and he sings, and oh all your God. boyfriends. What's it? Uh, and with your boyfriends, I can't escape them. And it's like, yeah, Spike Jones. Well, he's never directed a video clip for Phoenix. Curiously <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Can I can I say something else about Identical? Yeah. I think people are
1: saying that it might be a tribute to Philip Zidar, as well. But I think they might have recorded it when Philippe was still alive. Because but it's, then yeah. they
2: re-recorded it for the album. They kind of beefed it up a bit. Ah. So I am wondering uh, if if that's I haven't actually gone back and checked the lyrics. But the lyrics, I'm losing my friend. I'm losing my grip. Could that be it?
1: Oh. Some people
2: have speculated on this. I, I honestly don't know.
1: Okay. Ah, vale, vale, vale. Okay. Well, um, uh, yeah. The, the the last thing I think I had that I'd written down about this album. Is I can't find it.
2: Well, the last thing we're going to have to say about this album is what breakfast it reminds us of. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: That's what I, that's kind of what I wanted to say. Uh, it's more than it's better than a breakfast, Uh, it can't be better than a breakfast. I tell you what, it is it's because it's only 35 minutes and 25 seconds long, it doesn't feel short. It actually feels longer than 35 minutes, but in a very, in a good way. It's a very satisfying listen from start to finish. So I'm going to compare it to a box of La Duree macarons containing just eight units. Eight units. And because it satisfies you and it leaves you wanting a little bit more, even though you've had, you know, when you've had a bit too much sugar and it's like, ooh, but but I could still eat two more macarons. But if you do, it's too much.
3: I would say it is, even though yours is a good one, I'm sticking with breakfast. But it's a breakfast that I didn't prepare myself. It's, I met with friends for breakfast, which is a, one of the best things to do. Yeah. Because we're always like, oh yeah, let's meet and have a beer in the afternoon. Meeting for breakfast in the weekend is one of the coolest things you can do with your friends. Yeah. So we're meeting at, at a bar. It doesn't have to be like the, the most posh or expensive one. We're meeting like, at a bar and maybe one is having a croissant and you're having like a... Bocata. I don't know how yeah. to say it in English. <laughs> Bocata. <laughs> um, and a coffee, but you're you're chatting, and you and the sun is out, and and you're like, I love having breakfast with my friends, and that's the Phoenix album.
2: Mine, mine is similar actually, in that it's basically it's going out for breakfast, mm-hmm. and you have a cup of coffee, and a couple of slices of toast and jam. Yeah. Uh, uh, but for some reason, like this kind of thing, you could have made at home when you're having it outside is about a thousand times yes, better yes, always,
3: always. Yes, and you're like I've that's the feeling I wanted jam. to go for yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It,
3: you didn't do it it's nothing out of this world it's not that you couldn't do it but you're having it outside yeah. someone did it for you like at a bar or something I
1: think that's like the the quickest way into someone's heart is being able to prepare a, a, perf- a perfect breakfast you know, controlling a good and it's not easy there's so many things to orchestrate it's a nightmare like get the, the okay coffee you can leave the machine do it or the, the, the Italian coffee maker the, the, the mocha uh, but when you want to do the assorted like the fruit and the avocado and the toast the toast has to be warm and crunchy because if you leave it too long with <laughs> Barcelona humidity it can get a bit fofo uh, yeah 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 I, I have nightmares trying to yeah per, uh, set the perfect breakfast if it's a joint effort if there's like you do the fruit you, you know, when you're in a casa rural or something on a weekend holiday it can be done but if you're, you're going to start frying eggs and doing the bacon thing oof I've cooked brunch ladies and gentlemen for uh, professionally and it is a lot of work and I'm afraid that's all we have time for
3: no more we didn't have well don't worry maybe tomorrow we tomorrow can we can listen to you in Spanish,
1: Spanish on the weekly on La <laughs> Weekly uh, thank you all for listening um This was the weekly review. (laughs)